This week, Mad Mumsy and her lovely offsider headed to the Queensland Mining Expo held at the Mackay Showgrounds. We wanted to share the Biz with a Miner podcast to Expo attendees and were lucky enough to be invited along as media. We got cool badges and all. Listen in as we chat to a few peeps who were exhibiting at the Expo. They were also sharing their special messages and products. I hope they enjoyed a refreshing change from radio, TV and politicians interviewing them. I bet none of those asked what is their favourite drink and what do they do personally to refresh and renew when life turns to crap. My offsider even had a go on a truck simulator with a fire tyre and all. I must say, she also nearly fell off the seat when she ran into the bund. It turns out she did not realise they were left-hand drive and so damn big. Be sure to head to madmumsy.com forward slash bonus one, that's the number one, to see videos and pictures of the day. Now let's dig in. Get it? Dig? Mining? <laughs> oh, I crack me up. Here we are at the Queensland Mining Expo in Mackay and I would like to welcome to the Biz with a Miner podcast, Expo Director Robbie Clark. Hi, how are you? Very good, thank you. That's good. Um, This place is looking really good. There's a lot of people around coming in. We're official media, pretty special, so we got to come in a little bit earlier. (laughs) Red carpet. Yeah, red carpet (laughs) treatment. I'm enjoying that. I can get used to that. Um, The showgrounds are looking really good at the moment. There's been a lot of work done has that helped the way that you can showcase our mining industry by having a better facility here yeah absolutely i mean having having a um, a better showgrounds is, is fantastic for us i mean uh, we you know we, we put an event on we want the event to look at best it possibly can so any uh, any upgrades to to any venue including the showgrounds are really good for us so um yeah we're really pleased to be here we've had fantastic weather um, which has been great um and uh, makes our lives so much easier, and, uh, and and people want to come out, which is great. So yeah, no, we're we're really pleased to be here at the Mackay Showgrounds. That's right. It is another perfect sunshiny Queensland day. Oh, wonderful Rub day. it into those oh, summers. Another know, reason to come and stay in Mackay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and what are you most excited about at this year's expo? Well, it's hard to think of just one or two things, but but look, that we've had, we've got some fantastic displays here uh, uh, this year. Um, you know, we've we've got some uh, mine, very you know, mining specific uh, um, uh, um, exhibitors here. Uh, you know, we have Flexco, Endris uh, and Hauser. Um, you know, people who are who are providing technical solutions to the, to the mining industry, and then we have you know some really exciting things like you know Holden and Ford that are releasing brand new vehicles, and uh, Holden in particular have got a, a concept car that they've um, actually brought out from. From Bangkok, uh, worth worth over a million dollars. Uh, it's just absolutely incredible. I saw that and that's on, on the news display. Last yeah, it's pretty orange color. Yeah, it's mad yeah. mumsy colors. Mad mumsy colors, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um, you know, so there's a lot, lots of things to, to, to see out here. Um, BHP Billiton have actually brought a simulator out here. Uh, which is yeah you should you should yeah you should have a crack at that uh, today as well so yeah. that's just in the outside area out there okay. so yeah there's lots of things for people to see and come and do and and um, most importantly is just to try and get the mining industry out here to cure me I mean it's a really tough time obviously for the mining industry so you know if anyone can support the event that's that'd be great that's right it is it is tough times at the moment and um, have you noticed that in the amount of 
exhibitors that you have this year? I have yeah. that it's down a little bit. But it's yeah, still got uh, yeah. Look, it, it is it is down. I mean, yeah, you'll see when you wander through. We got about two hundred odd exhibitors this year, and the last time we ran the event, we had about double that, so we had about four hundred odd. Um, but I guess the the two hundred odd exhibitors that are here, they're 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 really they're here to do business and and um, and um, you know put their best foot forward in this in this market. Uh, yesterday we had uh, over fourteen hundred odd people come through the doors, uh, visitors. Fantastic. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's really good. Um, again, it's down on, on, it, on the two thousand and fourteen um, uh, attendance, but that's a lot of people in, a, in a quite a depressed market. So, um, so yeah, we, we anticipate we'll end up with sort of you know three and a half to four thousand odd visitors over the three days, and, and uh, um, based on day one, that's probably the, the trajectory that we're on, and we're really pleased with that. That's that's a great outcome um, in this current market um, to get that many people coming in here and uh, talking to to our exhibitors and, our, and suppliers and, and and looking for you know innovations and technology in the mining industry. In 2014, a lot has changed since then. Let's face it, it has yeah. in the world, not just in yeah, the mining. Yeah, the whole yeah, world, it's, yeah. it's changed. So. Absolutely. And. Um, times can get pretty tough there's a lot of people out there struggling for many reasons mining downturn mm-hmm. less wages less work around yeah um a big part of what mad mumsy does is trying to help those living a mining lifestyle and their families mm-hmm. as well how we can cope and anyone really don't have to be mining to <laughs> get a few life lessons yeah, <laughs> how so do we true. get through the, the yeah. crap that gets thrown at us yeah absolutely um so how do you personally um, handle when things are getting tough for you. I'm sure you're under a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, part of my responsibility is I, I, uh, I'm the manager for our mining portfolio, and um, and that's that's a tough time to be doing that. Um, so um, uh, so I organise uh, we, we, the QME. Obviously, we also also organise uh, AMEX, um, our Asia Asia Pacific International Mining Exhibition, which is in Sydney uh, next year. Uh, and in both cases, you know, the, the events have, um, you know, have shrunk somewhat due to, due, due to market conditions. So, yeah, how do I handle the stress? Well, best thing is I've got a great team around me. So, um, and we all lean on each other quite heavily. Uh, I've got a mixture of new, fresh blood and some people who have been doing this for a long time. And, uh, and we take all those skills on board and we, we prop each other up and we, we get, get on with it. Um, we try our hardest to manage expectations, which is the which is the key thing it's our, of our customers, our exhibitors, and also our visitors, so that they they know what to what they think they're going to see when they come along. So yeah, so. Yeah, so. so you have a good team around you. Yeah, it's yeah. A fantastic team. What about personally for Robbie? Do you go surfing? Oh, do you right. get okay. out of the boat? Yeah, uh, yeah. Go to the footy and scream at the rest. Yeah, I do all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, a rugby supporter, so I go off uh, my local team. I don't know if I should mention it's not Queensland. Um, I'm actually a manly, a manly supporter. Oh, that's it. I oh, know. Cancel the view. So, um, but uh, uh, so yeah, I uh, support them, um, yep. and uh, and I uh, enjoy um, a bit of boating as well. I've got a little tinny that I go fishing out on uh, out out in the harbour and. So Lovely. yeah, yeah, it's nice. We just heard on the news on the way in that there's a heap of whales off Lambert's Beach right now. Really? Oh, oh wow! I really would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. I chose to come and you chose to come here. <laughs> very wise, very wise. <laughs> well, 
in closing, Robbie, um, the podcast is called Beers with a Minor, right. and I actually usually do sit down, have a beer. Have a beer. It's a bit early, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 9 o'clock, I mean, <laughs> not even in Western Australian time. Yeah. Um, so a question that I do ask all of my guests is, what is your favourite beverage? It could be a beer, a wine, spirit, or even a cup of tea, and how do you like to enjoy it the most? Oh, I like I like a red wine. I'm a red wine drinker, yeah, yeah, yeah that's my favourite thing, yeah, so I'll enjoy a beer for sure, but I move on to the red wine after just a couple, so, and, uh, and yeah, that, that and a steak at night, I'm very happy with that. Oh, with so. a steak, that's good. Oh, yeah, beautiful. happy days. Do you have a favourite winery? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that, uh, too many to, 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 to list, I think, um, I really, I'm quite particular to um, uh, South Australian Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cabernet Sauvignons are my favourite from South Australia. Would probably be my favourite, my, my pick. A cab sab from the Barossa. You know, what a perfect way to do our interview. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, they'll know by now that we're at the Queensland Mining Expo. We found a hopefully a nice, quiet little spot to sit down and have a chat with Alicia, 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 Alicia Ranford from Mining Family Matters. Welcome to the Beers with a Miner podcast. Oh, I love it. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. It is very exciting. I saw you in your pink shirts and oh, no, are they gorgeous? Oh, they are they gorgeous? Oh, pink high vis. Nothing pink better. High vis. That's right. I've asked who I work for. Can we please have pink, us ladies? A lot of them just wear them anyway. Yeah. Without the uh, logo on there yes. of who we're working for. So yeah, I, I, they they're really bright too. Oh, Better than I've got one that's a bit wishy washy. I wish I'd got that bright pink one. No, it's gorgeous and it's so comfortable. And when you've done with it, it makes great gardening clothes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that answers the question. What do you do with your old PPE? I, uh, I wear my husband's old PPE all the time. You do love it. And my son is now growing into it as well. So we're getting you know three hand-me-downs through his old PPE and by the time my son gets it it's that lovely smooth you know all the crispiness has gone out of yeah. it it's that lovely smooth you know comfortable work shirts it's magic yeah that's right how old's your son he's 12 12 yes oh, so. does he want to be a miner when he grows up yes at the moment he wants to be a skateboarding mining engineer so <laughs> we'll see we'll see what the need is for that so, you know my grandson moved from the coast up up here up to Mackay and all he wanted to be was a digger driver mm. I want to be a digger driver and then he wanted to be a cane tractor driver fantastic I, I was, and he, I said there's not as much money in that boy as there is in in um in mining he goes oh I said how about if you be a cane farmer and work towards that like you can Brilliant. you can have lots of money and hoon around in a tractor for a while I said because you'll see get sick of that yes. and then he goes yeah and then I'll go drive my digger and now he's moved down to Brisbane goodness knows what, what he wants to be now a, that's right professional scooter rider because <laughs> they've got this awesome s- scootering park thing that he goes to fantastic yeah no the w- world is this they're only limited by their imagination that's aren't they, right. now which is wonderful yeah yeah, so I noticed above your, you've got a stand here, ex, ex, yeah. what do they call it? Oh, an, an, exhibit? Ex, an exhibit, yes, You're exhibition an stand, we are an exhibitor. <laughs> yes, Reed sponsor us to come up to the expo. Oh, they yeah, do? Yeah, they do, awesome. because they really value the, what we're, the work that we're doing within the industry, and they want to be able to 
um, celebrate the fact that um, mining's more than just trucks and nuts and bolts and that there's people behind it and that they're really important and important that we look after their mental health and well-being and their families and and so everyone can make the most out of what is a fantastic industry. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Good yeah. on you, Reed. Thank I never, you. I didn't know yeah, that. They're great. They're really, they've been supporting our, um, supporters of ours for um, almost six years now. So it, they came on board when we were, you know, just in our infancy and really new and no one really knew about us and we were just trying to get the word out there and um, it's been amazing. It's been a great relationship we've had oh, with them. That's fantastic. Now, we won't go too deep into your personal story no. because... News, 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 news flash. <laughs> Alicia is going to come on the Beers with a Minor podcast, one of our happy hour episodes where we can sit down. Gorgeous. Probably on Skype. Sure. Beer o'clock. Fantastic. Because that's how we roll. Nice. Beers with a Minor, sit down, whatever your favourite beverage is. Yes. You can have a cup of tea if you want, but Ooh. I'll be having I'm a beer. I'm a champagne girl, am I allowed to say that? Absolutely. <laughs> Look, it's actually written down. It's one of the questions. What is your favourite beverage? Yeah, I'm a champagne girl. Champagne girl? Yeah, lovely. And where do you like to have your champagne? Oh, in my kitchen. In your kitchen? Yeah, I love my kitchen. It's one of my favourite places in my house. Oh, um, wow. Overlooks our backyard, now um, 100-year-old oak tree. And um, it's, yeah, I love it. Open to champagne. We live um, in Adelaide, so we have some awesome. of the most amazing Adelaide grape connection. growers. Yeah, some of the most amazing grape growers. Oh, so, dear. yep. Barossa Valley. Oh, see, I'm a Golding Wines girl. Oh. See, probably never heard of it. Look it up. Golding. Golding Wines. I'll add links to that in the show notes. Oh, beautiful, beautiful champagne. You can get it online. Some lovely reds. Oh, nice, nice. pinots. Yes. Can't so where is that's obviously in South Australia. Yeah, that's in Lobethal. Lobethal. Mm. Oh no, Lobethal. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, nice because Robbie. Yes. Clark, the director. Yes. He was a cab sav. Barossa Valley. Nice. Yes. Yes. I mean, we've got, we have got McLaren Vale, Clare mm. Valley, Barossa Valley, Adelaide Hills, you know, you turn left, right or go straight ahead and you bump into a winery. Yeah. So we're pretty yes. lucky. My mum was, her second marriage mm. was in a winery. Oh, I think gorgeous. it might be from McLaren Vale. Beautiful. I'll find out. Beautiful. Hmm. I'll put, I'll put, actually, I'll ask you if I can put photos on because you can see the lovely pink dress she made me wear. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how, um, let's get back to mining family matters yes um just briefly as i say because we're going to go in deep tell us about what service you offer to mining people so we offer professional proactive support for miners and their families in all of the resources industry so basically what we do is we have two psychologists and we have a team of writers that write about everyday issues for families in the resources sector. So we have a free Q&A service where people can write into our psychologists and they get a written response within seven days and it's all free. Wow, and we have over good. a thousand pages of content online that's all free and accessible. And people write in about the most incredible things, whether it be that their kids are struggling with dad being away on the mine site or a mum who's struggling because of the stigma that she's um, she's the main breadwinner and her, she's left her children to do fly and fly out. So mm. we have a huge range of things people talk about and sometimes people just ring up and say, have you ever lived in Mackay? And could you tell me if it's a great place to live? And we say, absolutely, it's sunny and beautiful. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's a huge range. And we also um, have publications that we sell to mining companies to support their workforce. We have a survival guide for mining families and it's a 32-page guide packed with um, the most requested information off of our website. So it's a great read. Oh, and you've been going for six years? We, we, yes, yeah, six 
and a half years. So we launched in February 2010. Wow. And we had no idea um, where it would take us. And here mm. we are in Mackay. Wow. A bit like Mad Mumsy. Absolutely. Just jump, like, just jump out there and see where it goes. It's fantastic. Yeah, and enjoy the ride. So... You have come up from Adelaide up, up to Mackay. That's right, thank goodness, because it was four degrees when I left. And we've oh. had hail and rainstorms like you would not believe. Yes, and trees down. And all and over the place. Yeah. My business partner, Lainey, her husband rang last night and they've had a massive tree go down, smash their fence. No. Um, the local football club's change rooms are underwater, like massive, massive storms. Oh, mm. and here you are. I know. I keep Living sending Snapchats the... home. This is what sun <laughs> looks like. <laughs> got up this morning and I saw a cloud on the way down. You're like, what's that? Oh, a cloud. And so we said, no. I said, no, it's not rain. And then we realised, I think it was fog that was lifting. A bless. That's, yeah. So look at it. Beautiful blue Stunning. skies. We're very happy. Yeah, just lovely. Um, I'll just ask you this in closing. Yes. Like I say, we'll save, we'll, we'll save some other... The, uh, nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. Major. I was going to say the good bits, but these were good bits. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll go, we'll dig in deep, which I like to say. Perfect. Get it? I'd Mining. Get it. You're hilarious. Oh, no, I cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was I going to ask you? I have no idea. Lucky I wrote these things down. Yes. So, we all get stressed yes. at times. And I know you here, as we were just talking about, a lot. Um, of people that are dealing with stress. What about you personally, Alicia? How do you, what do you do to help you cope when life turns to crap? Okay. Other than drinking champagne. Yeah. I, I put down my champagne because yes. I have to say in good conscience that that does not help. <laughs> no. One glass, yes. Five glasses, no. Do you know what I do? I, I look after, I, I turn to my mates and I turn to my husband and I turn to my family and I think that if there is any message that I could put out there ever for anybody, it would be that you are never alone. You are never the only person that is going through a crap time and you are never the only person that finds a part of their day frustrating. So if you talk to your friends and if you communicate openly with the people that love you, that love you um, it's, it's corny but it's true, a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. So it's about communication talk to someone and we're really lucky now that we've got all resources online so you know That's right. there are there are people can help you but if it is just a bad day and stressful day ring a mate it, be honest yeah and that's what I do I yeah. must admit I couldn't do what I do if I didn't have my mates and my family you know my husband's so supportive oh there we go <laughs> so yeah I would say that if I'm stressed I talk to I talk to someone about it yeah I'll just ask, have you heard of podcasts, podcasting? Yes, absolutely. Do you listen? Uh, not very often, I have to tell you. I Why think not? it's something I've no. got to venture into. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, I feel like it's really, in the last couple of weeks, it's becoming part of who Mad Mumsy is, mm. is to get the podcasting word out Great. as well. Because new cars now are coming out with podcasts as an option in your stereo. That's really? how massive podcasting is becoming. That's amazing. It is. Fantastic. Yeah, That's I, fantastic. I, I really need a new car now. Yeah. Don't tell my car though, because she's hanging in there. Oh, 350,000 Ks. Oh, I love it. Look, go to Holden. I love it. <laughs> Holdens, they never die. Never no, truly die. Not truly. Well, I tell you what, I will look more into podcasts, and so yes. will you be able to ask me next time when we do dig deep? Yes. 
if I'm listening to any podcasts, and I'll be able to tell you what I listen to. Yes. Of course, it will be Mad Mumsy. Beers with a minor. we will um, put it on Facebook. We'll let people know that you're here because this is great. It's fantastic you, to fantastic. hear people's stories and what Thank they're doing. You. And that's what our readers love because we have a lot of personal stories on our website. Yep. And readers love that. They want to know what everyone else is doing out there. Yeah. What's good, what's bad, what's ugly. Yeah. They want to know. That's it. And so do I. And that's what I'm finding that a lot of, a lot of people also don't realise just what is out there. Mm. So that's why I'm sharing people like you, yourself right. and Mining Family Matters. And um, like I had a lady reached out to me and sent me her book. Oh, great. Um, so I've read her. I've done that interview. That's yeah. Kirsty O'Callaghan, Separated by Work. Fantastic. And uh, there's some great people out there yeah. doing good work. It is, so. and it's a great industry. I know it's in a bit mm. of a slump at the moment, but I've got all the confidence that it's going to pick back up. Yeah. And, yeah, we've got to stick together. Yeah, help each other through it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. And Excellent. Thank you. Such oh, a pleasure. So I nice to meet know. you. Oh, so awesome. nice to meet you. And please um, come back by the stand. We will. And we're at the Mining Expo, we're at the BMA exhibit, it's there at the stand, and I am talking today with Paul Barnard, Barney, Barney, Barney. Yep. we're going to say Barney, and Barney is with the Leukaemia Foundation, and you organise and promote I, the yep. Mining Energy Challenge, can you That's tell correct. us all about that? Please? Yes, ab- absolutely, Barney. absolutely. Um, uh, our biggest fundraiser for the year is the world's greatest shave. So I'm, I'm, res- oh, yes. I'm, I'm responsible for taking the world's greatest shave out to the mining and energy sector. Yep. And we call it the Mining and Energy Challenge. So um, oh. uh, they, they've taken complete ownership of that over the last 11 years and have been wonderfully supportive to us in their local communities where they work. Um, so that, that's what we do. We, uh, once a patient is di- diagnosed, it doesn't matter where they are in, in Queensland, um, they have to go to either Brisbane or Townsville to yeah. get their treatments. Yeah. So we provide free accommodation and support services. From it, it doesn't matter where they come from. That's what we do. Uh, so that takes a huge uh, worry off their mind because they can be with us anywhere between eight months and two years. Wow. So um, it's it's a huge uh, um, worry off their mind. So they can concentrate on their treatments, right. and and we provide family accommodation. So they can bring their family with them. Uh, uh, the only the only rule we have is you must have a carer because we're not there twenty four seven in the yeah. villages. Yeah. So that's the only rule we have. We don't we don't look at your assets or anything like that. It's just if you need our assistance, we're here for you. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm. How long have you been doing it? Um, Eleven years in December. Eleven years. Eleven years. Yep. <gasps> yep. Uh, it was, wow. It's amazing. I thought one or two. You know, once I get it organised, that'll be yeah. it. But I've thoroughly enjoyed what I do, and, and it's very rewarding. So. Very. Yeah. So I, uh, I love doing what I do. Yeah. I'm very and lucky. Do you find that because it has been around quite a while, it's you still get the support? You finding more support, or some years are better than others? Yeah. This uh, the last three years has been very challenging in yeah. the mining in, uh, industry, as, as we all know. Yeah. Okay. So my my past is the mining sector, so I know right. from firsthand you know I had 32 years in the industry myself so right. I know I know what they're going through yeah. uh, this is the longest one I've ever seen in my entire life yeah. so the longest um, downturn. downturn yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, yeah it's, it's very challenging and obviously that does affect the fundraising mm. but the support is still there there's no doubt about that from the but big companies from, from, yeah the support well. is still there yeah. the problem is getting someone with some time to help organize it on the sites 
That's yeah. the problem, and I can understand that. Yeah. So I continue the engagement for the time when um, when the, the industry does pick up again, because we all know it will. It and, will. And, um, yeah, look out, we'll be ready. Yeah, yep, <laughs> and, and we'll be friend of mind. And yeah. so we stuck with you during those hard times, and, mm. you know, and they'll stick with us. Yeah. So uh, that's what it's all about, yeah. uh, engagement and, and um, doing what we can. Yeah. Because yeah, we, we still get 35 people diagnosed every day in Australia, so we've got to keep going. That's challenging for us. That's what I was going to say. Sadly, it's been needed yes. for 11 years, totally. and it's not going to stop. No, it's not. No, no, and, and actually, it's getting worse. Uh, and, in that, and I'm not saying that blood cancer is increasing. It's just that the Australian population is increasing. So, ergo, things go up. Yeah. So, um, you know, 35 uh, people a day at the moment, wow. uh, and unfortunately, we're losing uh, a patient every two hours passing away from blood cancer wow. in Australia. Wow. Um, terrible, terrible statistics. Yeah. Um, the only good thing is that um, because of our research dollars that we've put in ploughing in, um, children have, uh, are actually going to remission at the rate of 80 to 85%. But, wow, uh, cool. That is amazing, but we're unfortunately still losing two kids out of every 10. Yeah. But yeah. with adults, it's still only 40% remission. Wow. So we're losing six adults. So we still need a, a heap more research. Heap more, heap more research. It's getting really exciting times. It mm. really is uh, yeah. in research. Yeah. You know, you hear every day that you know there's something, something has just had a breakthrough, and yeah. hey, you know, this is good. You know, I'll do myself out of a job yet. You know? yeah. That's a nice goal to have, isn't it? It is. It is. I'm, I'm, I have to I'm going for it. I'm going for it. No <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be awesome, yeah. Barney. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So what? Um, we won't go too deep into your personal story no, because right. you're going to come on our podcast, yep. Beers with a Minor, yes. and um, we have happy hour episodes where we actually sit down, have a beer, have a, you can have a cup of tea if you want, you don't have to have a beer, usually I will, and um, we catch up and dig deeper and, that, and I call them a happy hour, they don't have to go for an hour, but I like to not have to say right that's it time's up we've got to go when we're just starting to get to know you and the beauty of podcasting is that you can hit pause at any time and just listen later yeah driving gardening walking it's not like a video you don't just sit down and have to watch it or a blog post that you have to read yeah um you can just listen yeah i'm usually listening to a podcast Anytime I'm not with a person. <laughs> yep, no, no, I, Watering the garden. I, I, and I think we'll be a good match because I can I talk leg off an iron pot as oh, well. So. <laughs> <laughs> we might be going long. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so I do have two questions yep, today that sure. I'm asking everyone I interview. Yep. Um, we all get stressed and face many challenges in life at times. Yep. What do you do personally, Barney, that helps you get through those tough times when life turns crap? How yeah. do you recharge your batteries so that you can then go on and help others? I've I found, I found over the years that um, talking, you've got to get it out of your system. You've got to talk to somebody, uh, whether that be your, your partner or whether it be someone that you trust at work. Um, we've got a fantastic CEO with an open door policy. I can just walk into his office whenever I want and I can sit down and say, look, this is worrying me. Uh, this, this isn't working. That's not working. I'm going to try this. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think, um, I think that's the that's the answer. You can't let it stew inside you because it just gets so bad. You've mm. got to get it out. Yeah. And I know men particularly are pretty hard to. And I'm, I, I'm one of, I, I was, <laughs> I was that way for a very long time. Yes. Um, but I've come to terms with, hey, you know, if you need help, ask for it. 
that's a big part of Mad Mumsy's message too. Yeah. Is so many people are struggling. Yeah. And just get the help. Yeah. And find out what it is, and um, that personally yourself. Yes, talking and everything. Yeah. That that's really good. But like, do you like to go and play golf, or take the dog for um, a walk, or get into the garden, or? Watch it, the footy and yell at the ref. <laughs> oh, definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, you've got to do that. Yeah, state, of, state of origin, yeah, right. <laughs> That's okay. a good way to get to... Oh, what, what happened with that New South Wales? The, the last third game, I can't oh, believe that. Anyway. God, yeah, we, oh, well, we let them get it, one. Well, well it was oh. nice that they, they still had the temperament to, you know, continue playing for the you know the whole of the second half. That was wonderful. It would have been um, nice if they had the temperament to yeah. stay and watch the presentation, well, but the we, won't go, we won't go there. No, we are in Queensland there, after yeah. all. No, because, <laughs> yeah, Queensland are, Queensland are a, a team of their own. I mean, there's, there's no match for that. With, with, so they've with got their they mindset, right? Ev- exactly, they? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, if we could all have a little bit of that. Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten your question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how Mad Mumsy rolls. See, that's why we need two hour Yeah. It's gone to two hours now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be with you, Barney. Um, no, the, the question was, what do you do personally? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, other no. than yell at No, well, I've, I've got, I've got um, two really, truly good friends. And now, I don't know whether you've heard the or my definition of a friend. It was actually said to me once about 40 years ago. And they said, Barney, uh, the definition, I, I, I was having problems and I was just talking to my next-door neighbour. And she said to me, Barney, you know what the definition of a friend is, don't you? And I said, no, I don't. She said, it's someone who knows exactly what you're like and likes you anyway. (laughs) I've never forgotten that. That's great. I've never forgotten that. So um, I have have two really good um, friends from the the mining sector that we've never, ever lost contact. And um, it's just... You know, we may not see each other for 18 months, two years. The next time we see see uh, that, uh, next time I see them, it's like I saw them yesterday. Yes. It's it's that sort of relationship, yeah. and and that helps me immensely yeah. to be able to sit down and be totally honest with people who know that whatever I say to them, they're not going to ridicule me, or they probably will have a bit of a go at me. But but I know that, okay. and that's good, and that's okay. And you need that sometimes yeah. to to. to get yourself well geez what, what the hell have I been worried about you know yeah. it's not really that bad yeah you know? guts on the table exactly kind of time. exactly yeah. um, and we sit down over a red wine and, and uh, you know I like my red wine that's um, my next question <laughs> oh you're a natural at this I tell you that's yeah, my next well, question well, well, what's your favourite beverage well red wine red is, is wine. my is my uh, poison of choice and uh, the best place to enjoy it with someone else yeah uh, and particularly with someone that you get on really well with, yeah. and you can sit down and have a great chat. Yeah. And, and and of course, you know, obviously there's got to be at least two bottles. At if least you, if, two well, bottles. if there's two of you, there's oh, got to be at yeah. least two bottles, right, plus some in reserve. Gonna, no, 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 that, that's only for Nescap. No, what is it? Um, Cadbury, Cadbury chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's. No. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to give an ad for Cadbury. No, that's right. I can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. is your favourite winery? Favourite winery um, would be in um, South Australia, Peter Lehmann's. What is it with South Australia today? We're from uh, South Australia. I, I, well, well, I'm a, I'm a cab serve person, yes. right? And, and in 1997, they made the best cab serve I've ever tasted in my life, and I've tried a lot of cab serves. <laughs> the only one that went even close to it was, believe it or not, in the Yarra Valley. Um, uh, it was at uh, Riverstone, yes. and it, it was really nice. And... This is how good Peter Lehman is. I said to this lady at Riverstone, 
I said, there's only one cab sav I've tried that's better than that. And she said, Peter Lehmann's, wasn't it? I said, yep. Wow. <laughs> Are they still going? Uh, Peter Lehmann's. Yeah, he passed yeah. away um, uh, only a few, well, maybe 12 months, 18 months to two years ago, oh, okay. which was very sad. Yeah. Um, but... Um, but uh, no, they still are still going. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes for all you yeah. wine connoisseurs out there. Yeah. Oh. We might have yeah. to. We're getting a bit of a following, I yeah. think, for which yeah. wineries everyone's enjoying yeah. in yeah. Australia. And I've never tried Grange. Uh, I went to a restaurant one night and there was two empty bottles sitting on the table beside us, and I was very tempted to pinch them <laughs> and fill them up with something else. <laughs> <laughs> out the cask, fill them out, out the cask, and give them to the mates. My older brother would do that. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay, well, thanks yeah. very much, Barney. It's been no a pleasure. Worries. No and worries. I look forward to scheduling a time where we can sit totally. down and totally. I'll have a beer. You can have a red wine. I'm, as I said, I'm on a diet at the moment. I've just lost nine kilos. Oh, well and I, I've got two and a half to go, and then I can open my first bottle of red for about three months. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe we should wait until then. Yeah, no. <laughs> It'll be a good I'm happy, happy whenever. Yeah. Lovely. Thanks no, very no, much. Thank for you. Your time. Appreciate it. This next interview was like a magnet for me and many others at the Queensland Mining Expo. It was with the caretaker, I guess, <laughs> the spokesperson for Holden's new million dollar concept car, a Holden, Colorado. Holden have a push on at the moment to try and become one of the preferred suppliers on mine sites and construction for the four drives that need to come out on site. People movers, as well as just driving around towing lighting plants and stuff. And as you'll hear, house miners are hard on the gear. So they had to put some grunt into this car. And um, my favourite, as you'll listen in, to hear what my favourite part about the car was. I'm a Holden girl at heart. I have an SS Commodore myself. So this interview had to happen and right at the end I just about jumped out of my skin when Martin said yes to letting me sit in the car for a photo. And, and uh, my lovely offsider videoed it for us, all the screens and all. And so be sure to head to the show notes so you can have a look at the video and more pictures of the, our, our time at the Queensland Mining Expo. Those show notes can be found at madmumsy.com forward slash bonus one. That's the number one special first one. First of many, perhaps. Who knows who else is going to push in? <laughs> so listen in as I chat to Martin about where this car has been around the world, why us miners need it, and also we even touch on Women's AFL Football League. <laughs> Bring it on, Martin. At the yes, it's recording. That's Ivy's job. Make sure I push record. And the good thing is, I'm the editor. That's actually <laughs> <the> editor. <laughs> so if I mess up, too bad. Yeah. And, it's, and um, I podcast about mining, yep. but I'm different. We have beers called Beers with a Miner podcast. Yep. yep. So it's just I um I did work for uh, BHBI and all for 22 years. So oh, you did. I've, I've been in mining 20 24 years actually, all up. So hmm. oh cool. So yep. what what did you do? Operator or? No, no, no. I uh, was a manager for operations for light vehicles. Oh, so I okay. uh, looked yeah. after uh, 1,850 odd bits of light vehicle oh, out, wow. out of Newman in uh, Western Australia. So, oh, okay. 
Very hard, very hard. <laughs> and we got to know that fairly well with the with the manufacturing side of where I'm in now. Yeah. So uh, yeah. And are you based in Mackay now? No, based in Perth. Yep. Um, but my role with Holden, I've been with Holden for seven months now and um, Holden were looking for somebody to, to take over the mining and resource side of it, something that we haven't really got into before. So with my background in mining, um, I, my role is the National Mining and uh, Resource Manager. So travel, travel Australia basically, talking to the mining fraternity, uh, whether it be you know, BHP, Rio Tinto's, um, or the Roy Hills and um, and all the other resource companies that go with it, like your your drilling companies and and uh, trying to get them to understand a fit for purpose tool of trade vehicle, um, in which Holden we we do with our Colorado range. So fit for purpose tool of trade is uh, like a Ute, um, but we've also got the the wagon as well, which is the trailblazer. So same running gear. So if they want a personnel carrier, they can they can buy the the trailblazer. If they want a fit for purpose tool of trade vehicle, a utility, we've got the Colorado range as well. So so we, we've got that in the cab chassis and you can put a tray on the back or we've got it in the in in the in the uh, Ute style as well. So um, comes in a extra cab, single cab and dual cab. So uh, so the variances are there, two wheel drive, four wheel drive. Um, models are also available. So yeah, it's and you know my favourite thing about it? What's that? The colour. Yeah, it's a, look, it's a one-off. <laughs> oh, this is this is, this is a the colour. This is a show orange, truck. Right yeah, right. and uh, it's a matte matte finish paint as well, and uh, orange. So, um, but the car was designed and built in our Fisherman's Bend um, facility, and, and in Port Melbourne in Victoria. Okay, yep. So head office, uh, bio engineers. The car was purely built for the uh, Bangkok show, so it went to Bangkok, one of the biggest automotive shows in in the world, uh, out of out of America. Uh, it left there and went to New Zealand, and for the automotive show in New Zealand, uh, came back to Australia three weeks ago. Went to the State of Origin three, and uh, drove around the oval um, with State of Origin three and went on display. And uh, at half time, and now to here in Mackay. So Mackay, Mackay being its first outing that people can get up up close and personal with it. So um, and and to show what what we're holding, where we're about, and uh, serious to go into the four wheel drive market with all the accessories as a, an accessory for Holden, um, not having to go to a to a second party to to buy your four wheel drive yeah. accessories, I suppose. Yeah. So, are they mine spec? Like, are, they, are you looking we, to get the mine we, 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 we have got mine spec, and uh, we've, in our Colorado range at the moment, we've got uh, for Rio, Rio and Allied in, in the Hunter Valley. Oh, right. uh, we've got about 70, 70 Colorados in there as a mine spec. Um, BHP Iron Ore in Western Australia have got around about 40 to 50 cars as well. Uh, Colorado's running. A company called Lendlease, um, Boom Logistics. Uh, Fulton Hogan, a lot of resource companies that have, have also got Colorados. Probably with those companies combined, there's there's over a thousand. Yeah, they're all mine spec. Mm-hmm. So um, so we've 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 got quite a few you know out there already. So uh, and hopefully more with our new model coming out, uh, what we call M MY17 model year 17, to be released mid next month. 
um, we we hope to to capture the market even better because there's a few more refinements with the in the Apple CarPlay podcast. Podcast. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's it's the apps on there. So plug your phone in, and I tell you, it's um it's great. It's it works unbelievable. You can um yeah, you mess you plug your phone in. What you see on your on your Apple phone, you see straight on on the screen, and um and now you know with messages just come straight in and uh, SMSs, SMS you push uh, back again, talk to it, it sends a message, so you don't have to touch your phone. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good initiative, and, and uh, we've got it in our lower uh, version of car called the Spark, we released two months ago, okay. yep. and uh, purely and simply it's a, it's a young girl's car, yep. in, in retrospect, but with the Apple CarPlay in mind that they don't have to talk on their phone, put their phone away, texting and driving, yep. finished. I'm sure so, there's plenty of young boys out there and who are doing that too. Yeah, but they're in the V8s. Oh, they're in the V8s oh, and not in the... See, now I've got a V8, Yeah, Holden. See, yeah, there, like you there, there, there you go. There you go. Just mix up the yeah. gender stereotyping. Correct, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love footy. But we, yeah, but we, we, we uh, you know, Holden have changed a lot in, in uh, respect that we're, we're, we're moving forward with all gender type cars so it doesn't matter whether it's a you know small small vehicle to a big vehicle it's 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 not gender uh driven in any way shape or form so um but we're um but we're pretty excited i mean with the with the my 17 being released next next month uh colorado and trailblazer that used to be called the colorado 7 but we now call it we've we've changed its name to trailblazer nice name and uh, yeah, yeah so um and a few more refinements in that as a family car as well. So, um, um, you know, we've got the five-seater five and the seven-seater in, in that. As I say, for mining fraternity as well, it becomes a people mover. Yeah. So with the seven-seater, and uh, and it's exactly the same running gear as our, as our utility. So one-stop shop, basically. Same engine, same running gear, and uh, the mining mining companies like that as well. Mm. So Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you said that this little orange beast behind us here uh, has been overseas. Do you get to go with her? Are you no, her keeper? No, oh, no, no, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that high up <laughs> the tree. Did you put your hand on? Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, no. I've, I've, um, I only catch it every now and again, and this is my first time I've, I've caught up with it to get it here to the QME. So, um, but all in all, you know, it's not our only concept car that we've got. Yeah. But um, I got it here as a showstopper to, to actually... You know, show the people of Mackay and and hopefully the uh, mining fraternity that we, and and also the four-wheel drive enthusiast yeah. that what we're holding the going and uh, as you can see, and the people have come through already and uh, it's just a wow factor. So exactly. yeah, it's good. It's a good showstopper. But we've also got to drag them off it and show us show them our other car yeah, as now well. Come so over here and look at the family. Yeah, yeah, they no, go. No, yeah, no, no. Correct. It's like a magnet. It's like a magnet. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so that's that's us basically, oh, yeah, and, and myself. So you didn't get to go to the state of origin one either. No, I uh, I'm an AFL person, not a hey. yeah, not oh. a rugby. So and where are you from? I, I'm originally born and raised in Melbourne, but uh, moved well, we to won't Perth. Hold that against you. Moved, no. to, moved to Perth 20, 28 years ago. So okay. um, and into mining um, in nineteen eighty eight. So right. um, so I'm a Fremantle Docker supporter. Yep. And uh, a bit frustrating for you this year. Uh, well, not just this year. Twenty twenty-four years has been very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> but one day, well, one no. day. Yeah, never look, think, never look. Think you know, my bottle, my bottle low down the road. He he likes me. 
and barrack him for the Dockers because I'm always going to visit him. So yeah, yeah, uh, sorry. yeah correct, <laughs> correct. But um, but yeah, look, it's not that it, we, we've got other people in other zone. We call them zone zone people in New okay. South Wales and Brisbane, and and uh, I don't have to be everywhere. We've got other sales guys that, that go to the state of origins and bits and pieces. Holden are a major sponsor to Collingwood Football Club. So. Um, Fortunately or unfortunately, but... Um, yeah, like, oh, I nearly stopped the interview right but, there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, we host football games over uh, over there, and but um, but what Holden have done now, we've, um, they've, they've actually, uh, the major sponsor to Collingwood is for the female football club to come through, so, oh, yeah. um, and to host that, it, yeah, so we've we've uh, put all, all the Collingwood have uh, put all the donations all, all the way through to, to the women's football so yeah, really that'll be a yeah really good thing and, and to the and to the younger younger kids coming through as well yeah. so and um, that's something the AFL really does well correct and that's correct why yeah Look, the, the eight the eight teams that are coming through with the women's teams are going to be a great competition, absolutely superb competition. Yeah. So, and to see it, you know, live on TV as well is going to be, be even better. Are they going to have them as um, pre-match pre pre-match games? games. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so you get to see it before you go. Correct. A lot of times, there's just nothing on. No, it's it's just interclub or uh, mm. or a young clubs or something like that playing sometimes or a bit of entertainment. But they'll yeah. they'll have the women's games before the main games. So. Yeah. Women run around on the MCG will be be great, yeah. and uh, not only with the Collingwood with Holden written on them, but um, but Fremantle have got a team as well, so yeah, yeah, it'll be good. Well. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, you mentioned your local bottle. Yep. Um, being that my podcast is called Beers with a Minor, and I actually sit down and have beers with people and interview mm. them, whether they be on Skype mm. or. Um, in person, mm-hmm. uh, and one of the questions I always ask is, "What is your favourite beverage? It could be a beer, wine, a spirit, or even a cup of tea. And what's your favourite place to enjoy it?" Uh, basically, my uh, favourite beverage is a uh, Captain Morgan, Captain Morgan. S- spiced rum. Oh, rum! So rum yeah, drinker, yeah, yeah, rum drinker. So, um, so, it, and um, basically at home, you know, it's um, yeah. yeah, just chill out at home. I live in a suburb called Allenbrook and it's in the Swan Valley. Yep. So um, over my house, over well, back of my house, on the overlooks the hills and uh, sit there over night time and, and uh, yeah, with a spice rum and, um, and away we go. So just a couple of karmas on. and cheer them dockers on. Yeah, <laughs> when I've got a voice after yeah. going to the game. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> um, another question that I've been asking also is life can get tough. Mm. for all of us mm. and with the mining downturn at the moment a lot of people are struggling and some people just are struggling mm. living a mining lifestyle anyway it's got a big part mm. of what Mad Mumsy is all about yep. sharing all of that how do you personally Martin renew yourself and refresh and keep yourself sane what what do you do to look after Martin well you know I lived in a in a small community uh, called Newman in WA 1200 kilometres north of Perth and uh, my wife's a principal in a primary school, yep. and uh, we, got, we had four young kids and four older kids now, but uh, as they're growing up. But um, we give to the community, you know, and um, I was a level two AMBO officer, okay. and uh, my wife was a level three. Um, we um, basically, she was a JP. I did a lot around the, the scouting community and uh, scouts and. And, um, and and just yeah, living in one of those communities, you you've just got to get involved in mm. the community. Otherwise, if you just sit at home and um, 
and procrastinate from work, you know, they change your shifts all the time from even residential, whether it be four and four, eight and five, six and seven, you know, whatever the case may be. The, I think also that, um, you know, people talk about the downturn in mining, but it's not really a downturn. Um, if you look at what I started in mining in 1988, and during my induction they said, we've, at Mount Whale back in Newman, we've got 25 years of water to, to, uh, to dig out here. I left in, two, in 1996, went back in 2001, and in 2001 they said, we've got... 25 years of ore to dig out of here so the, the amount of yeah look yeah. the amount of ore that and, and amount of coal whether it be through the Bowen Basin whether it be down Mackay, uh, down at um, Hunter Valley whether we're looking at uranium in South Australia whether we're looking at you know it, it's an, an iron ore over in the Pilbara the towns grew because of the expansions and the mining expansions and and and, and so, similar to Mackay where they built a lot of infrastructure around that. Well, the the expansion stopped, the project stopped, and all that money stopped because they built the expansions, and now they're mining through there. So they don't need as many people. So, unfortunately, if the if the mines could have worked in with the communities a lot better and had camps, and then pulled the camps out so people come back to buy that <coughs> housing, housing through, and they didn't build as many houses. Mm. The, the, the towns would have survived. But I think the infrastructure just grew too quick through the expansion. You know, BMA and, and coal through Peak Downs and this, and Goonyella, they're still producing the same amount of oil and, and coal that they were 20 years ago. But, you know, they don't need as many people because there's driverless trucks, there's autonomous, you know, and, and autonomous trucks and autonomous mm. crushing and, and the likes of. So computers and, and the likes of are taking a lot of that away from... The, the the human operator and, and and need of humans I suppose so yeah but yeah look it's um it's it's just gotta you gotta fill your time in with hopefully you know either with your kids and sport and if you haven't got kids with community events I yeah. suppose and um, and getting into the community yeah yeah no, that's a really good thing and it's something like you say even though we're working uh, rosters away yep. many of us you can still take some time when you are at home yep. to do those sort of things give back yep. a little bit yeah look even now I'm, I'm here for a week you know and um, my my uh, eldest daughter she's 20 doing a university degree but but I FaceTimed her last night you know and we just had a had a yap on FaceTime you know and, yeah you know I mean it, it's yeah. it's it's you know, 10 minutes but she knows I'm here and I know she's there and she's well and she's working and exactly. what she's doing and my wife you know she's busy she's a school principal in WA and and I'll just have a quick yap to her, and you know we use FaceTime quite a bit as well, and yeah. and, and and the likes of, or we'll just Facebook, you know. A bit, mm. and, and I'm not a, a major Facebook stalker or anything like that, but <laughs> just put a couple of photos up and, yeah. and bits and pieces, and my, my kids can see. And my eldest is 30, but um, son, but he can see where I am and what exactly. I'm doing, and so yeah. And yeah. he'll just give me a text, you know, give me a ring, old boy, and we'll have a talk on the phone. So yeah. when he wants to, see just keeping that um, that connection, I suppose. Yeah. And in this world with social media, you know, it's it's uh, can, can be anywhere. So yeah. yeah. And uh, the world of podcasting as well. World yes. of podcast. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So you'll have to um, whip out your phone while you're sitting here. Yep. And um, search for beers in. 
Beers with a Minor right. on your podcast app. Yep. Subscribe. Yep. Rate and review. You might want to listen to it first. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. After it's been edited, hey, yeah. What, what did you drink? What was that? Yeah, from? yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Cheers. Dear. Now, of course, there's one question that I've really got to ask. Yep. Any chance of sitting in the car and having a photo? Absolutely. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. my God, sorry, get the But camera. just don't don't stand on the side steps. So uh, they're, only, they're only facade, so you just squirrel your bum in there and you, you'll be right. You'll, you'll get in. Awesome. Thank sure. you. You yeah, get the yeah. video out yeah, for this. I'll, I'll stop this and we'll record it. So after our fun time with Martin in the Holden, my new car, uh, we headed around the corner to the BMA simulator. They had a shipping container set up with a simulator in there, a truck simulator. My offsider had already had a go on a grader when we were interviewing Barney at the BMA site in the pavilion. Now we were outside. This is where the serious stuff was going on. This is where... There was a fantastic fire truck that looked like it was straight out of a Mad Max movie. Am I showing my age? Perhaps. I don't know, but it was pretty funky. Again, check out the show notes for the photos of that. And next we headed to the simulator of a truck. It was a Caterpillar 793 F truck and... My lovely offsider sat in there. She'd never, ever, ever driven a truck or she's heard all about them from me, but it's not until we get going. And this is something that it's worth listening to and watching the video. It's on the YouTube channel and it'll be in the show notes. But I have been to an interview where you actually had to jump in and have a shot on the simulator. So it gives you a bit of an idea what you might be up for like a tyre fire, how do you put it out, how do you call an emergency, and also realising just how big they are and that they are actually left-hand drives, so you need to drive well over on the left-hand side of the road. And yes, when you hit something, the seat moves. Anyway, I'll shut up now, listen in, and don't laugh too hard <laughs> but this is how it is and for those that don't know it gives a good opportunity to see what we have to go through how you start up your truck all sorts of things so i hope you enjoy this So this one's set on the safety procedures, so we might have a safety incident happen automatically. So that's the main reason that we use this one on site, is that obviously you can't simulate a lot of emergency situations that happen. Um, for example, a tire fire, an engine fire, brake issues, things like that. Yep. 
So, um, yeah, that's the main idea is that we put people in a safe environment where they can learn the possible worst case scenarios. Yeah, right. an emergency, you can go wherever you want. So that's basically a bit of a... wrong side of the Yeah, so... Boom! <laughs> See what I mean? So when you get that bit of a... Yeah. They are, they're much bigger than you ever think. We just said to a, a young man who was on here that it's like driving a house. Yeah. I said, unless Dad's got a really big house and then it's maybe some time. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it can be quite finicky the way that it likes to do things. But yeah, this one's actually modelled on Dornia. I've never been to Dornia, so I can't tell you where it's going. But it can pop up the map if you'd like. Might give her a tire fire. What do you think? So see over here, basically that's, this is basically something that we can show that could happen yep. to you. So what you're going to do is you've got to stop the truck and you want to shut it down safely. Yep. So basically put this back to the park brake and you're going to switch it off. And just down here you've got a fire suppression, so if you just push that down. Oh. And then you're going to call up emergency, emergency, emergency. Okay, so what we basically do is you want to let them know your name. Yep. The event that's happened yep. and the assistance that's required. Okay. So, you know, that's just so that they can get you as quick as possible yep. and you would get out of there as quick as you could then after that. Yep. Obviously, your fire's been extinguished, yep. which is beautiful, but that yep. might not happen. <laughs> so, you've got extinguish all that's basically in, in real life all on your decks as well yep. to basically take with you to make sure that if there is any fire, you can handle extinguish them as okay, well. Yep. So, yeah, you can start it back up and have another drive if you like. Or no. Happy, so it makes you sort of dizzy. Yeah, it does. So one word. Just flick it once. Just let it do it. Self check. And then there's another one for a grader and you're sitting a seat. Just you'll be able to turn your can, hold it on. B430. And then the next. So it starts. And with the big ones, it takes forever. And you think it's not going to start. So you're all good there. So basically, you can do two beeps because you're going to go forward. Simulator as part of your interview process. We didn't actually. I was a um, I was a new to industry operator, so yes. I came on board in about October three years ago with mm -hmm. um, BMA, and they trained. My team is basically nearly a third females. Um, and they, yeah. So 
they didn't use this particular simulator, but they did do a lot of other testing, um, yeah. which revolved around um, psych testing, you know, situational awareness, things like that, that they did use, not this particular one. Okay. I do yeah. understand that they have been. This one for us is more being yeah, a training of emergency situations. Mm. Um, we did use it at our family day just recently as well at Cavill Ridge, which was, was absolutely wonderful because it meant that family and friends could come along and they could experience what it's like, I guess, just in yeah. the yeah. 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 So yeah, it's um, it's definitely a bit of fun and it's a, a wonderful access to our to our team and our environment. Uh, when there's wet weather and things and we can't operate, we can obviously re-familiarise in our emergency procedures, yeah. making sure everyone feels comfortable. But I think it happened in real life that they knew what to do. Yeah, that's what I find it best for is practicing emergencies. Because what other different setups can you put in? Look, I can do a lot of different things. I can crack the screen, for example, which is obviously only a minor one. I can do a, a loss, loss of control, like traction. The only thing with that one, in my opinion, is it doesn't feel real. When you lose control of a truck from wet weather, obviously, and, and with practice you learn how to sort of control the truck, I guess, this doesn't feel real to that. There's a real feeling in the truck that the back of your truck, you don't have any control of that. Obviously with this, you're just on a seat, they can't give you the sway. Yeah. So you just know the steering isn't really Tire done. fires, engine fires, brake failures, steering failures, windscreen cracks. So there's lots of different things, inclement weather, snow, all those sorts of things. And you also normally, if you're going through, you do a whole cycle, you'd go down to a dig yeah, unit, so this get one loaded, go up yeah. to a dump. So this one I've just got set currently on the emergency procedures, just to give people a bit of an idea. Yeah. The process, obviously, to do a load and dump on this can be quite long. Yeah. Um, we do assess on that, obviously, but depending on how many people we have around um, here, rather than, because it can take 40 minutes, for example, yeah. and if there are a lot of people here today who wanted to have a go, we don't want to delay with that. I did have a young boy, there was no one here, and he did manage to get loaded by the shovel yeah. and dump it off and then parked it up. So. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it definitely um, gives you an idea of the real thing, and, and you know, they're loving the scenery here, as you can see. Oh, yeah, and that looks pretty so, real, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, that's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> it is. The best there's no sunrise or sunsets here, though, which is really Oh, sunny. right, yeah, because that, that is the best bit, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks so much. Our final interview for the day is with Michelle from Red Fox in Mackay, a local family-owned company actually right across the road from the showgrounds but they are doing good things in our mining industry as well as for all of us around the area. They also have drones and we we have a good discussion about their drones and what they are implementing them for on mine sites and it's a way of new technology. There's drones floating around and they're being used for all sorts of things as we discussed with Michelle in this interview. There was someone yakking on in the background. I think she was from somewhere special, like maybe the government. <laughs> so I couldn't tell her to shut up. But I hope you can hear through her. We had a really good chat and I'm, I'm pretty sure Michelle will end up coming back onto the Beers with a Minor podcast as they, their business does a lot, but she also has a pretty good personal journey, I'm, I'm guessing. So I'd like to delve in a little bit deeper than her, we, than that. As you'll hear as we wrapped up the interview, 
some very special people came over to their exhibition site so we wrapped it up and I said you go and talk to them they look much more important than me they were I believe the federal mining minister and his entourage so we were out of there it was time to go and have a beer have a counter lunch and um, wrap up a fantastic day at the mining expo take it away Michelle solutions. Uh, what we're focusing on at the Kilmeany this year is the, um, the application of commercial drones to the mining industry and also the building of uh, private links out to remote areas. We've just most recently completed a private link out to Papadala, um, which is just going really well. Our client is very happy um, and uh, we often like to find a challenge and find a solution to that challenge. So by Private links, do you mean a Wi-Fi? Yeah, internet. So taking internet, yeah, wherever wherever a client needs it. So um, yeah, a private internet service. Because anyone that works out in the mines knows how um, terrible communications can be out there most of the time. So by having their their um, own private link, they guarantee speed, reliability, um, and enough. Um, I guess bandwidth to cater for everyone that needs to use it to give their company the edge in order for yeah. them to do business efficiently. That's right. Yeah, I guess. And also as a mine worker, yeah. when everyone comes home, <laughs> yep. no, no one can get on. No one can get on. My partner is an underground miner. Okay. He calls wow. himself the real miner. <laughs> We're just getting all the prep work ready for them. You know, and he calls us gravelies, gravel scrapers. Oh, right. Yep. So he'll be sitting there in our donger and he'll be trying to play his... Play Simpsons game or something, you know, really. Yep. Something really crab leather. <laughs> and um, you go, oh, the bloody gravelies have taken all the, all the internet off. Oh, that's <laughs> really? funny. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, funny. Common, though. pretty common, though. Pretty common. So it is a big issue. It is, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and often it's hard to find a commercial justification for some of those businesses to put it in because whilst it's great for the workers, they're like, well, you know, what other benefit can, can the business use it for, you know, to justify that? Can that help our yeah. bottom line? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, The bottom line is the people are paying people to keep, for their families. Exactly, you want to keep your workers happy. Yeah. So, um, especially when they're in that sort of environment for extended periods of time. Yeah. Um, think, simple things like good comms go a long way. Exactly, and uh, FaceTime and Skype, sometimes yep. that's the only way that you can connect. Yeah, that's right. Connect that way, and it's good that technology is out there. Podcasting. Yes. Have you heard of podcasts? Yeah. I have heard of podcasting. Do you listen to podcasts? Oh no, I have to say. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, real it's my mission. Podcasting. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We will put a push on our Facebook page about podcasting. Oh, yes. See, see if we can get some people taking it up, and I will be one of the people doing that. Oh, fantastic. And tell them to search for Here's with a minor podcast. All right. Subscribe, rate, review. Yep. Yep. Five stars would be good. So, want to get me a minor? Subscribe. But be honest, that's my mum's ear. Yeah. So, I talked about uh, the struggles and what it's really like living a mining lifestyle. Yeah. Um, not only the struggles, obviously. There's plenty of good bits. Plenty of people love doing the cycling lifestyle. Even though they're not getting on the plane, they're flying away. It still comes under the umbrella of 
and a lot of people are blogging about it, have written books, have, have Facebook groups and things, but it's no one's broadcasting about yeah, it. Yeah, because it's a lifestyle that requires a lot of adjustment. It does. It's, it's not something you can just jump into and think that life will just continue the way it always has. Yeah. And a lot of people think, I'll get a dream job in the mines, that'll fix everything. No. <laughs> it's not like that. No. Um, and I guess... Another reason we popped down to see you yep. is about the, the drones. Yes, because they're huge. I know a few sites out in the Bowen Basin have got drones flying around and yep. freaking a few people out. Fly in the sky. And <laughs> I think it's all awesome. people smoking on site. Uh, yeah. On site. Yeah. Um, so the the traditional use of drones has always been for photography or videography. Um, we're looking at how drones can help in other ways. Um, some of the drones, or the one that we're showcasing is called the Olbrus, and uh, one of the capabilities of this particular drone is a thermal imaging camera that it has on it. Now, what does that actually mean and how can that help? Um, oh, that was my next question. Original <laughs> <laughs> mind. Yeah. So hull truck tyres um, on the mine site, as you know, they can be a real problem when they breach a certain temperature. They have to be taken out of production, they have to be quarantined, and often a human can't approach that, that truck until a certain amount of time has passed. Yeah, they have a um, exclusion to exactly, a thousand yes. metres. Yeah, it's pretty pretty yeah. simple. So we was um, sorry to interrupt. No, we just went to the simulator. Yep. Which we actually at work we've always called it a stimulator. So <laughs> <laughs> he was in the stimulator. He had to go on the greater one, and then she was in the truck, and they did a fire a tire fire simulation. Okay. So if they get too hot, like they do, they catch hot. They do. So serious, you need to know when yep. you're heating up. Yeah, and they can turn into a really big explosive device, mm. which has pretty much got the same potential of a, of a bomb. Exactly. It can kill people and has killed people. So, um, obviously a big focus of the mines is to make sure their workers are safe, but also they like to get their, their trucks back into production as quickly as possible. Mm. So, we thought by using this particular type of drone and its thermal technology, that we could fly these drones in. Um, quickly, instead of waiting for the standard quarantine period for whatever that mine site policy adopts, um, and it can actually get in there and it'll accurately read that temperature. So checking out a hot truck. Yeah. How hot is it? Without, yeah, because like it's 24 hours right. It's, you know, yeah. each tyre will have reached that limit for a different reason, more than likely, or they all cool down differently. Or, so at least you can get in there quicker, so you can assess it for what the, the safe temperature is going to be. Get back in there, do whatever needs to happen, get it back, back into production, um, and know that your workers are safe because they're not having to go near it. Um, so, and that's something that can be done continually, um, you know, in, until you've been able to ascertain that yes, the, the truck is ready to go back to the production now. So, so that's one application, like there's many, but that is the one that we have showcased and done a, um, a uh, demonstration on. So. Fantastic. So, do you have other drones out in the mines, or mainly um, you're just focusing on the thermal yeah, imaging? Yeah, because I think people underestimate the, the application of the of the technology that the drones actually have. They don't realise how much more they can be used. So this is um, even in, and I know it's not mine. Oh, actually, I'll use a mining example. They they can be used to measure stockpile movements. Um, 
Some of them have got extremely high definition, so they can see a hair follicle from six meters up in the air sort of definition. And the software capabilities that come behind it um, can provide really meaningful, useful information for people who have to run sites like that. So they know everything that's going on in terms of... Um, Instead of having to weigh things all the time or yeah. go in and physically check and fill in logs, they, they have this drone that can just do all that, come back, upload the information and you know exactly where you stand. Because I know there's plenty of times, because I drive the truck, so there's plenty of times where we'll go to the dump and survey will come in, we'll have to stop, wait yep. for the survey due to do a pick up, yep. drives up and down with his laptop doing his thing and then off he goes, but that's downtime because where we're sitting there lined up we're not dumping going back anymore. Yeah. So if they got drones that are doing those sort of things. Yeah and you can already preset the flight plans and um, some of them are completely autonomous so you don't actually have to fly them. They fly themselves and they'll come back and they'll land nicely and you look like a real pro even though you're not actually doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Like my robot. Um, vacuum. Vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Look how I clean my floors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it doesn't. It's probably. Probably. You know, when I first got it, I wouldn't say oh, how I had coffee, but I actually had beer. <laughs> and walked around and watched it. Yeah. Do you watch it? Um, when we first got it, we sat on the lounge and we just watched her do the whole thing and my husband was trying to pick out, oh, it's missed that, and then it'd come back and get it. And they were like, aha, see? And I hate to think how much time we wasted watching it. So. But it saves you time. Yeah. It doesn't save you time, it just saves you the energy you actually having to do it. Yeah. But no, it's good. It's all about technology making our lives easier yeah. and safer. That's right. I just need a robot now to get the mould off the wall. That would be lovely. So, and clean the bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. All the yeah. hanging out the washing, that'd be a nice one. <laughs> Look at me. Okay, well, um, being the views of the mind of podcasts, um, I always ask right. my guests, uh, what is your favourite beverage? Really it could be a beer, a wine, a spirit, a cup of tea, and what is your favourite place? Um, okay, so. I enjoy having a, if I'm in a, a festive mood, uh, rum and Coke Zero is my go-to drink. Oh, with ice? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lots ice. of ice or a bit? Um, probably half, half glass, mm-hmm. half glass. Yeah. And when you finish, do you keep that ice or do yes. you get new ice? No, I think that's ice. I drink beer. Yeah. But I've seen people, my like, husband, no, I always throw that ice out. Oh, my husband dumps the ice and gets new ice every time. So why do you have the ice? It's got the rum in it, it's wasted like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's a concoction. Oh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. And then my, my, um, my, my nice calm drink is always enjoy my granny cup of tea um, in the evenings, curled up on the lounge with, with a blanket, watching Netflix. <laughs> Happens to be orange and more black lately. So. Yeah, I just started watching that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do you watch Wentworth? Hello. Oh, what? You, if you like oranges and you like. You've got to see Wentworth. Okay. Alright, I'll put it on my list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, one more question is 
big part of what Man Mad Mumsy does is trying to help people develop their own strategies of what, how do you, at least to acknowledge what do you do that makes you feel good. So when you do feel yourself sinking to the bottom, you know you can get back out. Yeah. And um, what sort of things do you do to look after you and Rita's um, one of the main things is often when things are going not so good, is I, I always remind myself, okay, no matter what, things will get better, no matter no matter what. And I think it's important to remember that. And even though you're going through a bad period, there will be a good period. There will, and it's coming. So you just got to be patient. Um, so that's one thing I do. The other thing I do is. Um, I, I just, we have a bit of a property and I just spend a lot of time outside and with, with that, you know, we've got some cows and chickens and dogs and I just spend time with nature. I know it sounds kind of daggy, but it, 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 um, it's your daggy. Yeah, it, it's good. It gives me some fresh perspective, I guess, and allows me to sort of think about things clearer. That's what I like to do. Yeah, it gives just just uh, yeah, live your life. Oh, I know. Be present in the moment of your life. So. Now, you said a bit of a property. I've heard people say that, and they've got half an acre. Some people have two hundred acres, and they say they've got a bit of a property. No, I'm in the lesser. I'm in two and a half. Oh, that's oh, it's nice. It's manageable. Yeah, it's nice. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my little size of we topped off a great day, we went to the Austral Hotel, a favourite among many miners when they come to Mackay, right in the heart of Mackay there, the Austral, we had a great lunch and a beer, and to be honest I was done talking, <laughs> but I had a great day started spreading the podcasting word as well as my own podcast, Beers with a Miner, and made some great connections and who knows what's coming from all of that. The Mining Expo was fantastic. Reed Mining Events put on a fantastic show. Everyone seemed really happy and it was a great buzz and it was really good to see there weren't just people there trying to flog off their stuff, which clearly they were, and there were heaps of freeze freebies, lots of freebies, hats and stubby coolers and USBs and highlighters and books and brochures and oh, was it? we were in our element and we needed a crane to take our freebies home and we weren't even trying, that wasn't why we went there, clearly, but what I really enjoyed seeing was that there were people actually having meetings you could see there were plenty of stalls we just didn't even go near because everyone was busy everyone was talking and they had set up special booths where you you could book a room for a meeting so obviously they were behind closed doors private and when we did go over and have our beer at the bar well it is beers with a minor right so we had to go and leave some brochures there that was our excuse <laughs> and we did wait till after 12 and lots of talking makes you want to have a beer. So anyway, they um, I, I noticed there there were a lot of people sitting down and introducing each other and having full-on meetings. So I guess that's the business world for you. Mad Mumsy isn't usually in that department, but it was a good taste and I loved it. And I would love to be in Sydney for the next big massive one. Check out that in the show notes as well. 
Anyway, I'll let you go now. This is this has been a bit of a mission to put together and hopefully I get it out on time. The show notes will be available for you at madmumsy.com forward slash bonus one. That's the number one. And Mad Mumsy with a Z or a Z, depending where you're from. I'd love you to please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people can hear about the Beers with a Minor podcast. Head to madmumsy.com forward slash iTunes to find the subscribe link. And please share with your mates. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and all of your reviews that are coming in. It's fantastic. It helps to get the word out there. So keep up the heat, peeps. (laughs) Until next week, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers.